This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, June 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Commission deadlocked on Joshua trees. Plastics bill returns. Boosts for EPA land agencies. U.S. backs pork in Prop 12 case. Fish and game punts on Joshua trees. The California Fish and Game Commission has hit a stalemate over a petition to list the western Joshua tree as an endangered under the California Endangered Species Act. The Department of Fish and Wildlife reported that some populations of the desert species will likely decline by the end of the century, but do not face a serious threat of extinction. Commissioners split evenly on a two-to-two vote and decided to return to the issue in October after further tribal engagement and input from the department. Farm and cattle groups joined a business coalition opposing the petition. They cited the Newsom administration's efforts to conserve biodiversity through the 30 by 30 commitment and other initiatives, arguing this will help steer the species further away from extinction. Plastics bill returns along with hope of grand compromise. State lawmakers have revived a measure aimed at slashing single-use plastics as a compromise with the proponents of a similar ballot measure approved in the November election. The third attempt of passing SB 54 adds more time for industry to comply and shoots for 65% of all material to be recyclable or compostable rather than a total ban on single-use plastics. The bill exempts some infield packaging over food safety concerns, which extends to processing facilities, coal storage, and packing sheds. Farm groups have pressured for further expanding agriculture exemptions and have fiercely opposed previous versions of the measure. Lawmakers backing SB 54 have long argued the legislature must pass a measure before voters go do so through a ballot initiative. EPA's cancer analysis of glyphosate flawed. The Environmental Protection Agency must re-examine its finding that glyphosate is not likely to cause cancer in humans, a federal appeals court ruled on Friday. EPA's determination reached in a paper on carcinogenicity that supported its January 2020 interim registration decision is inconsistent with a statement it also made in the paper that it could not reach a, quote, conclusion regarding the association between glyphosate exposure and risk of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, the court said, quoting the EPA paper. The court vacated the human health portion of the interim decision and remained and remanded it to the agency. It also remanded the agency's ecological analysis, but did not vacate it. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Major boost proposed for EPA and land agencies. House appropriators are proposing big increases for the Environmental Protection Agency and Interior Department as a part of fiscal 23 spending bill. EPA would get $11.5 billion, a $2 billion or 21% increase in funding over the current fiscal year. Some $301 million in FY23 would be allocated for environmental justice work, an increase of $201 million a year. The Interior Department would get $16.6 billion in FY23, a 14% increase over the current fiscal year. 
The Bureau of Land Management would get $1.5 billion, including $81 million for sage-grouse conservation. The Fish and Wildlife Service would get $1.9 billion. Now take note, wildland fire management would be funded at $6.4 billion, which would be a 13% increase over FY22. So what's next? Well, the House Interior Environment Appropriations Subcommittee will consider the bill later this afternoon. U.S. backs pork producers in Prop 12 case. Friend of the court breeze from a broad cross-section of states, environmental organizations, conservative legal groups, members of Congress, and agribusinesses have been filed in two Supreme Court cases being closely watched by the ag industry. Probably the biggest filing of all is the federal government's brief supporting the National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation in their challenge to the constitutionality of California's animal housing law, Proposition 12. Solicitor General Elizabeth Preliger said in the amicus brief that California's attempt to regulate out-of-state entities without a legitimate in-state justification does not become constitutional simply because the state has structured Proposition 12 as a ban on the in-state sale of pork from offspring of sows confined in a non-compliant manner. Meanwhile, in a wetlands case before the court, William Riley and Carol Browner, former administrators of the EPA, said the Idaho landowners whose wetland enforcement case that the court will hear October 1st uh, told the court that Michael and Chantel Sackett's test for when wetlands should be regulated, quote, ignores that Congress explicitly defined navigable waters for purposes of the statute to mean that all waters of the United States, not only those with continuous connection or that are traditionally navigable. The wetlands case kicks off the court's hearing scheduled October 3rd. The Prop 12 case will be heard on October 11th. Survey. Recession may be looming, rural bankers fear. Approximately 93% of rural bankers surveyed by a recent report believe there's a better than even chance of a future recession. And according to the Creighton University Rural Main Street Index, over 42% of these bankers believe there's more than a 75% risk for recession uh, in the next 12 months. A recession, according to Creighton University economist Ernie Goss, likely would have greater immediate impacts on urban areas since farmers get some benefit from heightened agriculture commodity prices. But the impacts of that, that would still hit uh, the rural businesses uh, that could in turn affect farmers down the line. The businesses that the farmer deals with are where the problems would be, Goss told AgriPulse. But farmers are borrowing more and more, and that puts farmers somewhat at risk, of course. Well, here's today's She Said It. Well, this is appropriate. That's Chris Lazix davis a member of the Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board. During a hearing last week, Lazix Davis said technology is going to move forward regardless of the agency's actions and was immediately interrupted by a baby in the background uh, of the uh, hearing's Zoom feed. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, June 21st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.